I remember when we were strong. Back in the days before King Tenebrae and his royal guard, and the people of Amosran took up their own arms for fun and profit. Before all that, there was just us, the Viridian Outriders. We kept the roads and trails safe and secure, with homes and forts scattered about and locales civilized and not. Time passed, and we have been replaced. And yet, I hear the rumblings and murmurs of the roads being less safe than they had been. Monsters sniffing around in smaller towns and magic acting oddly. Who knows? Maybe we'll be needed again. Hello, and welcome back to Another Path. My name is Chase, and I remain your GM. Today, we conclude the 69th annual Bearing Harvest Festival and Fish Chili Cook-Off. It's sudden death for Harper. It's a close encounter for Cecil. And an odd gift for Erebin. Thank you to our backers, Keith, Katie, and Kasia, for their support. If you like what you hear, consider donating to us at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia, and maybe even try checking out some of the other shows on the network. But with that, sit back, relax, and enjoy your trip down another path. Completely unintentionally, I do have a pseudo-old bit to pseudo-revive. Pseudo-revive? Pseudo-revive. Y'all see that breadmine death lemonade? Uh huh. <laughs> Th- that breadmine death lemonade dough. Yep. Yeah. It's real tasty, but also it's like four monsters in one drink. Yeah. It's uh, a lot of caffeinated it's, liquid. Yeah. Yeah. A large uh, breadmine's death lemonade. Mm-hmm. I don't know why TM, I'm defending TM, them. TM, TM, TM. Fucking evil Panera Bread's charged lemonade. I don't yes. work for them anymore. Yeah. Fuck uh, them. A large has 390 milligrams of caffeine. Mm-hmm. The maximum recommended intake by the FDA is 400. Yep. In a day. And they were day. marketing it like a big cup of coffee. And hey, that's a big cup of coffee. That's a, that's a couple cups, my friends. But like, yo. There's, there's more in that than there is in whatever the... But is it Prime? Is that what it is? Prime's like 300. Yeah, Prime has 300. Bang also has 300. Celsius has 200. Monsters has around 160. Uh, I need to give me some death lemonade, though. <laughs> Listen, no. I've had the large death lemonade before, and the rest of my day was terrible. Well, and it's I just, didn't know why. It's yeah. just you, you just have one. You don't have multiple. That's why people are dying. I'll have I one. I did also drink it in like six minutes. That's how you do it. That might, yeah. I was thirsty, and the death lemonade wasn't called death lemonade, <laughs> just lemonade, no, it was which charged. I believe is the problem. Yeah. I believe that is the court case. Just yeah. all your caffeine at once until you start shaking. That's that's the good stuff. Well, I'm shaking anyway. Every single time I have been to Panera in the past, like, year like since they have launched the product i have looked at it it's like i would like to get that but panera drinks are so expensive so Mm -hmm. i'm just not gonna get it doesn't panera have like a free drink club there's like a subscription that you can do but like i'm not on that side of town nearly enough to make that worth it for me they were rolling the coffee club thing out like around the time i I left there when I first started working at the portrait studios. Um, my first one that I worked at was literally next door to a Panera and they started rolling that out. And I was like, Oh shit, I would have destroyed. I would have made my money back on that. If I had gotten that while I was working directly next door, because I would have been over there every day, at least once, maybe twice to, to take advantage of that. And definitely. So, if I if they had offered the death lemonade during the holiday season while I was down there, um, <laughs> all the, the better that they did it. Hey, holiday. hey, Griffin, yeah. I got a I got a question. Yes, sir. What happens as the resident uh, former Panera employee, but also artificer who yeah. has a vested yeah. in, in interest in how uh, the food tastes tonight? What happens if you put the death lemonade in the fish chili? Nothing happens until you also add an electrical current to the chili 
that's where that's where the magic happens, as they say. I th- I'm pretty sure that's how they turn Jamie Foxx into Electro <laughs> in Amazing Spider-Man 2. I'm pretty sure that is beat for beat what happened. Don't fall in the fish chili and you'll be fine. You can Spider-Man 2, chili. more like Borax. <laughs> <laughs> Cecil, as you walk out, a man in a fish chute just kind of ambushes you. Runs in, pockets bulging. (laughs) Can I help you, Arabin? Hey, Cecil. It it is you. And then I I reach out to poke because I'm not sure if it's an actual costume or an illusion. Faces right through. Uh Nice illusion work huh, there. Thanks. It's and it stayed up all day. Nicely done. Your stamina is impressive, yeah. especially for the 69th. I thought it'd be good to be a fish to sort of like promote Harper's chili. Anyway, there's a chili cook-off. Sun death. I need mushrooms. Yes. Yes. You need mushrooms. Yeah, and give me a couple dipping sticks as well. Absolutely. We go and we get the uh, hottest nicest looking dipping sticks we got left mm-hmm. and I go into the back and I pull out the good tiny pink mushrooms mm-hmm. that we save for special occasions the dipping sticks hey, went right hey. into my pockets that's fine <laughs> did you need extra dipping sauce with that uh, Arabin or you just need the sticks Uh, just the sticks for now alright that's good that's good best of luck go Hoppa Go Fishman. Do you have a name or are you just Fishman? Uh, just Fishman. Well, uh, some years ago, uh, I think it was the 51st, we um, tried to uh, add a, an official mascot to the Fish Chili Cook-Off, um, and his name was Randy the Fish. Oh. So perhaps you're just the Randy Fish. Yeah. The return of the Randy Fish. Yeah, I'm the Randy the Fish. I hate this. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing it, but I'm not happy about it. And with that, the Randy Fish is off, just sprinting towards where Harper is. Mushrooms in hand, spices and dipping sticks in pockets. Cecil is an agent of chaos. The two of you head back downtown. Harper, uh, you see Randy Fishman approach you out of the crowd. Pockets bulging with spices and dipping sticks and two containers of mushrooms in hand. Dipping sticks? I didn't think... Oh. Hey, you know what? Arnold's last recipe was kind of a sweet one. Maybe we sort of, like, distribute those amongst the crowd, get them burnt out on sweet? Uh, that, that could work. I got I got a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, these are mushrooms. Yep. And then I start pulling That's... spice bottles out of my pocket. Chase, has the secret ingredient been announced yet? I need to know. <laughs> it it, it the secret has in- not. The secret ingredient is love. <laughs> I want you to know I'm literally like writing down things I'm putting in my fucking chili. Like The secret ingredient is the friends we made along the way. Oh no. <laughs> that was Paolo Lin. I think I still have some. <laughs> I am ready to pop this off the minute I know the secret Also, Griffin, you need yes, to sir. know that since my costume is from a disguised self that the ingredients are in my actual pockets and your pockets are like breaking through the confines of the illusion yeah but i'm just throwing the spices out of my pockets but you just see spice bottles flying out of a fish (laughs) yeah it's honestly not the weirdest thing that we've experienced with each other yo artists we'd love to see this 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 might go up there as the goofiest episode of another path that we've ever done. We're doing Iron Chef ch- fish chili cook-off. Did you? What did you think was going to happen? You gave me an opening to make so many sixty nine jokes. I'm going to be honest. I I I stopped writing tonight's game after uh, my first. What do you do to Cecil? Because I knew there was no way I could plan for whatever bullshit y'all were throwing <laughs> at me. I had some loose plans and dreams. Did we get our Mercury in your Gatorade? God, my my Gatorade has been fully mercurized for uh, several years now. There you go. The chairman takes the stage and snaps his fingers and a silence falls over the crowd. Literally, he casts silence and then immediately uncasts it. So now that everyone's attention is on him. Oh Damn it. God. That's good. 
It's pretty good. Thank you all so much for rejoining us. I would like to announce the secret ingredient. Contestants, you must use bourbon in your chili. Specifically, Brass Boulder's best. <laughs> One of our fine sponsors this year at the 69th annual Harvest Festival and Fish Chili Cook-Off. Okay. And three, two, one, ding. You've got two hours. I need to taste this bourbon. I need a flavor profile. Your dad, as your sous chef, runs up, grabs two bottles, sets one down, like as he is running, sets one down on the table, and with his teeth just pulls the cork out of the other, sloshes some back for himself, and slides it over to you. Take a shot. That's pretty good there, Harp. All right, so it's a little, it's a, there's like a vanilla note in there, which is weird. Vanilla, a lot of smoke. Yeah, I can work with smoke. Okay, here's what I'm thinking. Uh-huh. There's nothing saying that I can't use the old chili as as an ingredient. So we make a stock out of the out of the pieces of the old chili. Let that boil for an hour. I, I can whip up a quick trap, catch some like crawdads down the river, mm. put those in there. That's still seafood. That, that qualifies. Still, yep. And then it's just like umami bomb. I'm talking like mushrooms, potatoes, uh, uh, like some balsamic vinaigrette in there, mm-hmm. uh, or balsamic vinegar in there, just vegetables, just really just make it a nice, like, like a fish chili stew, something mm-hmm. like nice and rich. All right. Let's do it. Okay. How, how uh, hyped is Sawyer? Oh, like, so Sawyer is so down for everything that is happening. And then I have a secret ingredient that I'm going to pop off at the end of this. Okay. You get to work. Uh, Arabin, Harper is limited to one sous chef. It is uh, Sawyer for this. Uh, so what are you doing now that your time at their side is momentarily at a pause? You know, it's hard to say because that was Arabin's whole plan for the day. Uh-huh. He sees them sort of like run off and realizes that he's not in the equation. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Only allowed so many sous chefs. And he he's sad, but he gets it. Yeah. I think there's even a moment in passing where Harper realizes what's happening and like kind of sees the dejected, I guess, body language in Arabin. And is like Please, please, in Randy Fishman. In Randy Fishman. <laughs> and it's it's probably really sad, but Harper's just like I'm sorry, it's my dad. Like No, no, I I, I get it. And and gets back to work. Arabin drops out of disguise. Pulls out the last spice bottle of his pocket, drops it on the floor. So you you make your way back into the crowd. Do you kind of head anywhere in particular, or you just... He's just uh, just walking around. I imagine the sad Charlie Brown music's playing. The dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. 100%. Go ahead and roll me... Just roll me a flat D20. 11. That's on the upper end, so you don't have a rough encounter. You're walking through the crowd, and you come upon a Harmony, who is similarly looking pretty dejected. Um, she has, uh, uh, you know, her her fish chili, the lemon base that uh, she had. Um, she's handing a couple of... Um, you know, mugs out to folk just to kind of finish off the last of her batch. Oh, hey there. Arabin, uh, how you doing? Oh, hey, Harmony. Uh, sorry about your chili. Ah, so it goes. I'm happy for Harper, though. You, you know, if Harper wasn't in it, I, I definitely would have danced for yours. <laughs> I appreciate that, I do. Uh, did you have any? It's, you know, I do say it's pretty good. Uh, no, I hadn't. She hands you a mug, and yeah, it's it's pretty fucking good. Uh, I don't remember. Had Arabin had fish chili before at the festival? Because I don't think he did, and I don't think he would have ever had it before. No, probably not then. There is no reason to have ever had fish chili before. All right. Uh, Absolutely Arabin's not. gonna... If you... Hey, friends at home... Do yourselves a favor and g- 
Google fish chili and see what comes up. Oh, God. I don't know why I didn't do this before now, but I got to. Most of it's like seafood chili. But yeah. There's some pictures. It's not great. Oh, no. So I rolled the D20. Uh-huh. And I was in my head going under 10. Arabin does not like the fish chili. And over 10, mm-hmm. he does like it. Uh-huh. And the dice, like, went and looked like it was a three and then rolled over to the 17. <laughs> so, in my mind, Arabin tastes it and he's like, hmm, I don't... Oh, my gosh, that's delicious. Yep, there it is. That's that's the moment right there. That's another convert. It sort of, like, like hits you on the back end. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. You gotta, you, you gotta get past that initial. Eventually, that first taste, you do come to like it, but you know, you gotta wait for the whole effect to really kick in. Oh, okay. I, I see why this town is all on board with that. And then the two of you continue to to bond over the fish chili. Cecil, you are essentially trying to l- intentionally look inconspicuous and approachable. Is that correct? Yeah, that's second nature to Cecil. Go ahead. I want you to roll me a deception check. Because you are attempting to deceive this individual into approaching you. Sweet. I'm good at that. I'm uh, 24. Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah, you are watching the proceedings. It takes a little while. Eventually, uh, Harper and Sawyer do come back. Arnold has been at the workstation and just working with a lot of fish that seem to be kept in like a cooler type of contraption, like a literal ice box, and uh, working with what was already on hand, hoping to to get as long a simmer as possible on this. But you've got a seat and you're watching, you know, things have kind of thinned out until uh, the t- final taste actually ends up happening. And sure enough, you see about... 10 seconds ahead of somebody joining you on the bench, you see Preston. They give you a uh, eyebrow raise and then they bolt behind the fountain as this woman approaches. She's about six feet tall, jet black hair, a trim like uniform style leather armor and fairly like common not armor at all but like workman pants all right she is armed she is openly carrying a sword and dagger and uh, does also have a whip cool any Um, any insignia roll me a perception check sure 13 um, you see, you see an insignia. It looks like it is some kind of bird of prey that is diving, but you are not exactly sure, like, that could be anything. Okay. Like, that, that, that there's a hundred mercenary companies that have basically the same insignia. It's not Sure, terribly. but it's like a mercenary, somebody. This isn't, like, guard. This isn't king's guard. This isn't anything like yeah, that. Yeah, this is, this is mercenary, maybe a guild of some kind. It, it's sure. hard to say. Sure. This woman ends up sitting down, and um, very comfortable is what it is. Professional, but like a comfortable professionalism. Right. Heck of a show there, isn't it? Well, it's the fish should they cook off, and this is the 69th. Last year was the 68th. Not nearly as exciting. We haven't had sudden death in, what's it been, 20-something years? Really? That long? I figured mathematically it would have come up before now. You'd, th- you'd think that, yes. But most of the time, um, most of the fish chilies are uh, terrible. So there usually is not, off, uh, you know, multiple good ones. Mm-hmm. That's fair. It, it does seem I had a couple and like there were some were good. Some were not good uh, at all. No, some are very bad. Yes. It, it seems like, um, you know, you got to be a, a local to really kind of appreciate the craft of it. Is that right? I think that must be it. Yes. So you're not from around here. I'm sorry. How rude of me. Cecil Styles. Pleasure to meet you. Lillian Lewis. A pleasure. You're not uh, you're not a local then. I've, I'd recognize you, of course. So no. you so you came for the fish chili festival well on I my guess, way uh, up north actually um gotcha. just uh 
happened to kind of arrange my schedule so that I had a a nice layover here. No, I'm I'm from uh, down south, uh, Saint Yogan specifically. Well, pleasure to meet you. I hope you do get to enjoy what we've got going on in town. You know, here on the best day, it is the fish chili cook-off. Did you see no? the jot earlier? I actually uh, took part. Um, my dad was an outrider back in the day. So uh, I have a uh, a pretty good hand for a jart. Gotcha. I am wearing my stole, right? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Okay. Your yeah. sash, 100%. Sash. Thank you. I wasn't really ready for the costume contest that seemed to be a part of it, but... <laughs> that must have been new this year. I missed it. <laughs> Nobody seems surprised. Somebody named the Masked Jarter one this time around. Oh. Was kind of a prick about it, if I'm being honest. Yeah, but, he you is know. kind of a prick about it, actually. Yeah. Oh, you know this Masked Jarter. Uh, no. No one knows. <laughs> I heard his name is Zorro. <laughs> Give me a deception check. I'm not lying if it's true. His name's Zorro, the mass charter. Uh, 18. Well, I'm going to roll That's for her. Hard. She gives you a side eye, but lets it pass. Yeah. I did Cecil, Cecil smiles their way through that. It is a thing, though. I, I'm... To be perfectly honest, I'm also here kind of on Ontario things. Um, I'm making a delivery up north, but I also am kind of checking in. I actually lost one of my uh, people around these parts a couple, which is probably about two months back or so. You lost someone around here. I mean, there's yeah. been more mercenaries out and about. We've And Cecil pats the sash. We've had to mm. do more to take care of, you know, bandits and such out, but we can't take mm. care of all of them. You said lost? Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't really know what happened. I, I, I've been talking with folk, and, you know, they say that they saw him, you know, roll into town and set up shop, and then, you know, he apparently he went to a tea shop um, for a little bit. Oh, well, there's only and... one tea shop in town, and that's mine. Oh, okay. Yes, so it's the Sleeping Scrolls. Yes, Cecil's yeah, Sleeping it, Scrolls. I mean, I don't know. Store. Like I said, it was a couple months ago. His, name's, uh, his name was Ballo Lin. Uh, he had some pretty precious cargo that I was fairly interested in seeing delivered to its final destination. Gotcha. Uh, yes. Big client and all that. And well, you know, now it's strange looking wagon cart. Mm-hmm. I think that was him. Yes. Uh, Paolo. The thing is, like, he, he made his way out of town that night, which sure. is kind of uncommon for him. Dude, mm. I mean, I know there are some folk that do like to travel by night, but those are folk that tend to be a little bit more, and you can see she's really searching for, like, a diplomatic word, um, more stalwart than he is or was or whatever the tense I should be using. Cecil opens their hand and, uh, with minor illusion, cat, uh, uh, creates an image of Balolin. Mm-hmm. And goes, but it's not quite right. It's close. I, I would l- like another deception check. That's in order entire- to properly entirely mess up that. fair. Entirely fair. How's a 22 treat you? Yeah, fine. Fine. Yeah, no, it looks just off enough. Is this the the man you, you were looking for? Uh Ballo Lin, you said? Uh yeah, yeah he came close through. enough. Yeah. He had a cart. Yes, I think that stayed in the square, and then he came mm. and uh we had tea and probably mushrooms. That was the hot thing at the time. Um I heard mm. he left and then didn't hear anything else. Yeah. No, and that's the thing. Is like, he left. He just made like a lot of noise going out of town, and that just just felt a little weird to me. But I mean, I'm not finding anything else. I'm gonna have to reach back out and see if we can, you know, try and round up what was uh, what was lost out there, or see if we can track down some of what he had. We've got mm. some. Uh, you know, back home, we've got some folks that are pretty talented at scrying and honestly might be able to reach out to the person who, uh, to the buyer, um, you know, they're going to be the most interested in getting it back. You know, it was like, it was some, some 
I had to go pretty far to get some of those things, and I would uh, like to see what I could return. So I'll see so, what I can do. But, dare, uh, dare I ask, Lillian, what uh, cargo uh, Bala was transporting? Understanding the delicate nature of that question. I really shouldn't say. You got to understand professional courtesy and all. I do. And, like, absolutely. Yes. I just, you know, mm-hmm. if you're looking to see if anything's been around, I, all I know is Ballo had tea and he had a weird wagon. <laughs> mm. Um, I will say that he, he was transporting some livestock and leave it at that. Mm, Very valuable livestock. Yes. Understood. Yes. So I don't suppose you've seen any odd animals out in the, uh, out in the woods around here. I mean, there's always something. Uh, we did get a report a few weeks back of some, some, some large hounds not native to the area had made a kill and we were, had, uh, tracked the, them back. Uh, seemed like they were living in a pack, maybe. Um, didn't seem to be a large threat, but. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, uh, that's the blood beasts. Okay. Okay, so they're still here. Good. I can probably get maybe Lucian will come up and take care of it. I'll see what I can do. Awesome. Okay, thank you so much. Um you've actually been a huge huge help. Um Yeah, I'll 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 have to get up to the seat and see what I can do about getting um getting some help back down here. Cool. Right. Well, I will, uh, thank you again. So is there anything I can do? Um, she reaches into her, um, uh, into like a pouch and like hands you, you know, like I realize this wasn't a thing, but genuinely you've actually been a, a huge help. So here for, you know, whatever trouble I know, Balo wasn't always the nicest person. And I imagine he uh, didn't tip on uh, the tab. So, and she hands you, <laughs> I, honest, uh, I honestly don't remember, but thank you. Hands um, you a couple of gold. Thank you. Um, no, uh, you know, if, uh, if there's more beasts in the area that need taken care of, I mean, the outriders, we could hmm. do that if you would, if you have a, uh, what's a good word? Manifest of what, um, you would be looking for. Maybe you don't need help at the seat. We do like taking care of our own woods out here. That's fair. Um, I'll tell you what, I don't have the manifest on me. Uh, again, the buyer is a secretive individual. I'll bring it to, uh, his attention and, uh, I'm sure we'll be able to get something uh, sorted out for you all here. Sounds good. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you. Have a good one. You too. And uh, she takes her leave. Cecil does not freak out and will wait the appropriate amount of time needed before he goes and finds Zoro. I mean, Luca. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because this is no longer just going to be Cecil's problem because one of the things on that manifest is now an outrider. Yep. 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 Luca is... I wonder if Harkia recognizes that sigil at all. Mm, I can recreate it, and I can. I I was going to ask him whenever I found him, but don't want to lead Lillian to to him right now. Oh, for sure. The masked jarter is flexing and showboating and doing a bunch of trick shots with jarts. Masked jarter. (laughs) (laughs) What an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what, a, what a fucking absolute <laughs> clown. This is our boss. Cecil, you know this is the one time a year where he really just kind of goes for it. In one hand, I have a uh, collection of uh, steaming hot dipping sticks. And in the other hand, I have a mug of some of whatever today's ale is for, that we mm-hmm. brewed for the town festival. Excellent. And I give them both to Luca to uh, kind of curb the bad news. Here you are. <laughs> Thank you, citizen. Outrider business. We need to talk right uh, now. <clears throat> fuck. Go wherever you need to go to get changed, and I'll meet you in your office after Harper wins this. Yeah, all right. One day, Cecil. Just one day. <laughs> you got most of a day, and you're in charge now. That, oh. Honestly, honestly, 
I didn't even think you were going to get away with at all today since you're in charge now. So, hey, Cecil, next year you're in charge for today. Yeah. The 70th? The golden anniversary. Yes, I could do some amazing things. As a chairman of the committee for the 70th annual fish chili cook-off. You're not in charge. No, I'm talking yes. the Outriders. You're in charge think- of all the Outrider shit. Oh, that's nowhere near as important as being chairman <sighs> for year 70. <laughs> you got to talk to Dax about that. I'm... <sighs> and just kind of like palms your face and just pushes you away. <laughs> I'm due to retire. Yes, Luca. I'll see you later, Luca. Yes, okay. The sun begins to set, drawing to a close the 69th annual Harvest Festival and Fish Chili Cook-Off. The final bell tolls for the Fish Chili Cook-Off. Arnold Barnbury is preparing whatever he's got going on over there. Uh, You see, it looks like he is a a last little bit of a Brass Boulder's Best in there just to kind of finish it off. Uh, get some of that uh, bourbon flavor right there on top. Harper, I need you to make me one last tool proficiency check at advantage. Yes. Um, just for finishing touches on my end, I would also, I, I want to recruit Arabin and Cecil mm-hmm. for some final serving assistance, okay. and it will become clear why in a moment. Okay. Um, as Harper has also um, uh, uh commandeered some like ladders mm-hmm. uh, and are on display nearby and like has the whole serving arrangement set up. I've taken the bourbon and like let it smoke even more inside Ignis mm-hmm. and that gets added into the mix. So it's going for this like smoky, super mega savory uh, sort of chili. For the finishing touches, what I'm doing is a m- moments before serving. Mm-hmm. Harper is going to inscribe some equations on the pot, and I'm going to cast enlarge on the pot. Oh, hell yes. Doubles all dimensions in size. Sure does. Double the size, double the flavor. (laughs) That's the slogan. But enlarge only lasts for a minute, so the minute it goes up, the ladders go up, and I need backup to just serve. I just need them to be able to scoop it out of the the big pot in time done we do that thing so like triple advantage or what hey chase chase what are you thinking over there what are you thinking over there chase you look like uh i'm trying to figure out if look- enlarging the pot is going to also double the chili <laughs> i can see a, an object that i can see within range if it's a creature everything it's wearing and carrying changes in size with it so if i make harper bigger all my clothes and my equipment get bigger too so if I make the pot bigger, its content should bigger. Be bigger Harper means more blood. Bigger cauldron, more fish chili. Chase, I gotta say, you look like somebody put a boot in your fish chili. That classic bearing saying. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you're actually casting it on yourself and you are holding the fish chili, so you we get big. Oh, Harper. so for a minute there's big Harper. <laughs> yeah, no, we get we get big Harper. Which is just, just regular size human, human, just regular sized sized Harper. Yeah, yeah. I guess the pot wouldn't grow to be that big. Yeah, okay. But yeah, I would still. I would more hands helping to serve would be or, better. How about this? Yeah. How about this? Because what we're, what you really want to do is to supercharge your enlarge reduce. Double the size, double the flavor. Double the size, double the flavor. How many? What, what's your spell slot situation looking like? It is my it is my second and my last and second um second level spell slot. Okay. And what are the do you have any other spell slots or is that your last spell slot? For I have day? four first level spell slots. You burn everything. Done. You burn <laughs> everything. No questions is, asked. Done. This is going to work the way you want it to. And okay. before dishing yeah. out, Arabin steps behind a door and reemerges as the as the Randy Fish. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> A vital part of the plan. You got us this far, Randy. Randy Fish sees regular size Harper and says, You look ridiculous. I know. <laughs> you look Harper in the eye without altering your neck for the first time. It's weird, isn't it? What uh, the damn hell? Cecil, you, you hear uh, Sawyer just sigh and shake his head. They grow up so fast. Sawyer, that's <laughs> hilarious. 
It's like <laughs> it's it's like you're filled with dad jokes. Uh, yeah. So does this warrant triple advantage, Chase, or what's up? I will. Here's the thing. It's the 69. <laughs> nice. I'm gonna give you a bonus on the back end. Essentially, okay. I am re- I am reducing your opponents what they what Sick. they have rolled. Love that for me because okay. I do have the number. Okay. So here it goes. Get to rolling at advantage. First one's a six. Mm-hmm. Second one's a nineteen plus seven. Twenty-six. Hell yeah. It's the best chili that's ever chilled. It is smoky. Mm-hmm. It is savory. There's textural Randy's dabbing. differences to play with. As it <laughs> enlarges, it gets denser and thicker. Dax takes a spoonful of it. Looks to uh, the other board members and nods. They convene for a moment. And then after not long at all of deliberation, they rejoin. Uh, One of the other board members casts silence again. And (laughs) because Dax is out of spell slots, he's been doing that all day. Uh, (laughs) And he speaks. Ladies and gentlemen, friends and foes. Thank you all so much for once again joining us for a phenomenal fish chili cook-off. And the first tie that we have had in ages, genuinely one to remember. This is indeed the fall of 69 for us. And with that in mind, we announce our winner. Harper Talk. Woo! Yay! Uh, I take out my wand of pyrotechnics and just start firing it off in the air. Um, so little green fireworks just start going up in the air. Okay, okay. I'm gonna be like, if this is a fireball, people are running in fear. No, no, no. <laughs> this is this is essentially a Viridian Outriders flare gun. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just creating little green bursts of light that sparkle and pop in the air. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm not shooting fireballs in the sky, Greenly. <laughs> I'm not Cecil. <laughs> That's fair. Stern but fair. A handful of people come and rush you and lift you up onto their shoulders. Um, some people uh, rush for the the pot of O-Chili um, that is maintaining its size, but is very slowly beginning to get smaller and smaller. <laughs> you pumped all of that in there. There is going to be a mathematically stupid amount of chili in there for a good while, uh, but it is starting to lose its efficacy and will eventually just become a pretty good fish chili. Cecil, what do you do? Uh, shake Harper's hand and congratulate her, but then also go over to Sawyer and, you know, well done. Um, hey, she does good work here. I know. She always would have. You should be proud. She helps a lot of folk. Couldn't be more proud. Happy to hear it. If you'll excuse me, I've got a, uh, uh, dipping stick stand to go get back to. Apparently, uh... Oh, those are your dip? Your Cecil? That's, You're the yes. Cecil of the dipping sticks? Yes. <laughs> Those are some damn good That's dipping sticks. That's what they sticks. call them. <laughs> That's what they call it. That his Cecil's big dipping sticks. Yes. Uh, Sawyer walks off with you. He's about your age. Come along. All right. We'll have some dipping sticks to celebrate. Yeah. Sounds good. Cecil's going to give um, Harper's dad the dipping stick. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what a joke. Have this we- isn't the Monster Hearts podcast, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ryan can just make I, all those jokes so- all day, but the second I do one... <laughs> the, 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 the totally banal 69 jokes? Yeah, you talked about Cecil fucking my dad. <laughs> Listen, if Cecil wanted to. Horrible, horrible. But horrible. I don't think... Nope, actually, no, don't cut the podcast, because I don't think this has actually ever been said... Uh-huh. Uh, so this is a good oh, time yeah. to actually say it. Cecil's asexual. Yeah, mm-hmm. that tracks. I'm not sure if that's been said or not, but yeah, you have you have alluded to it mm-hmm. because one of my favorite because jo- I think you told me that behind the camera, uh, like off mic. But mm-hmm. then there's one joke 
one of my favorite lines from you is Chase as some NPC was like, you don't fuck around, do you? And you were like, no, I don't fuck around. Take that several ways. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so yeah, we go check out the dip and stick sand and we stock up and we make sure everything's good because it's probably about teardown time anyway. Yeah, it's getting on that time. Arabin. Are you doing anything specific at this point? Arabin's getting a mug of the fish chili before everyone else does. You get your mug of the fish chili, and you see, uh, coming out of the crowd, your buddy Ken approaches. Hey, can you give me a give me a mug of that too? Sure thing. Thanks. Arabin takes a bite of the fish chili, and his eyes turn into hearts. <laughs> <sighs> Can't beat a good fish chili, you know? Yeah, I've, I've actually just discovered it today. Yeah. You're better at helping people than you let on, Arabin Cronin. You know that? Well, uh, I'm very selective about who I help. Hey, that's not nothing. That's not nothing. Sometimes, though, it's not about who, but when. If you catch my drift. I think it's both. You know? A valid point. A valid point. I want to thank you for your help earlier with the fishing rod. Mm. I was a bit suspicious at first, but you seem okay. I do what I can. Can I be real honest with you, Arabin? Okay. I can see when someone's out of aces, if you take my meaning. When somebody's kind of got their back up against the wall. I don't know what the specifics are. That ain't my place. But am I right in knowing that you've got something kind of bearing down on you? Uh, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Deception roll. Disadvantage. Now, he is a charisma-based class, so that might not matter too much. It matters a little bit. My first roll was an 18. My second roll was a 7. So that is 11 total. Arabin, I'm not here to pry into all your business. But I'm here to offer... Not even offer. I was gonna offer. I was gonna put a couple of strings on this. But when you need an edge... If you need my help, you let me know. He reaches into his coat and he hands a coin out to you. It's a little bigger than what you're usually used to seeing. Uh, It's larger than a traditional sovereign. It is silvered, not gold. Okay. I take a look at the coin to see what it says on it. Um, There's no words. It has two faces on it. It has uh, one that is uh, a feminine face. It has kind of like a short bob haircut with more pointed features. And then the other one looks like Ken. And how am I supposed to let you know, traveler? Just give it a good grip. I'll find my way back. Arabin does not know how to respond to that. He just sort of like gives him a nod, puts the coin in his pocket. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay, I will keep that in mind. You have a good night now, Arabin. Enjoy your chili. Always do. And uh, he walks off whistling. Hey, Chase. Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) That's my line. (laughs) Cecil has one more thing to do. Before you wrap. Oh, and I have a prize to collect. Yeah, so after after uh, checking out the stand and getting Sawyer his uh, dipping sticks, um, Cecil does have to go to Luca's office and fill Luca in on Lil- Lillian Lewis and her mercenary group and everything there. So we can have that as a whole scene or we can just say it happens. You go and you talk to Luca. Yeah. Harper. You are very quickly handed your winnings of uh, 50 gold. Woo-hoo. What do you do with your evening? I first find Araben. Uh-huh. I'm going to split. I'm going to do, I'm going to take a little extra for myself. Uh-huh. But I'm going to give 10 to him, and I'm also going to give 10 to my dad. 
your dad actively tries to push it back off on you. Then I give 20 to Arabin. <laughs> cool. And I was like, Arabin, I wouldn't have made it to sudden death without your help, and I really appreciate it. Thank you oh, so that, much. That's not true. Your, your chili speaks for itself. Uh, without, the, without the return of Randy Fishman, I, would, I, I wouldn't have had the crowd on my side. And I don't know that I wouldn't have gotten that a little extra bump, so thank you. I really appreciate it. Arabin is holding back a tear. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I, I gotta go. go. <laughs> I'll see you around, Arabin. <clears throat> um, and then I'm going to take, like, a final couple mugs, like the dregs of the chili. Mm-hmm. Um... And I'm going to go to, I think I'm going to take my dad to the scrolls. Sure. Um, get some tea, have some, have some dinner. And I think just spend the night catching up for as long as we can. Yeah. Um, talking about where he's going, talking about a Moserin, talking about mom and Piper and everyone Mm -hmm. and everyone back home. Yeah. And Uh, yeah. He tells you that he's got a room over at the Knotted Net, um, which is a little bar over by the docks. I will say Knotted is spelled normally, Net is spelled with a K. How dare you? I do terrible things to phonics in this podcast, and you should know that by now. <laughs> Who lives there? Ganasty Ganork? <laughs> <laughs> no, Nathaniel. Oh, Nathaniel Ganork? He, he fucking did it. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> That one is spelled normally, though. How dare you? Normally is spelled with a K. <laughs> I'm hard to- Anyways, Arabin, what are you doing? Uh, I think Arabin is just going to... He got choked up by Harper's touching message. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to go back to his room for the night. Because uh, I don't think it makes sense for him to be at the scrolls. Nah. Uh, so he's going to go back to his room for the night and sort of look at the coin and sort of just think about what it could be. I think if he took the amulet off before the festival, which I think I said he did, um, he's going to put it back on because he's been away from it for too long. Whenever I need him. Need who, Urban? I'm right here. Yeah. I don't know about this guy. Trust the devil you know, right? Yeah. Yeah, you would say that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Let me pull away. Cecil, you and Luca are in the office. Luca has shed the guise of the Master Jarter. Only you know the true identity. I'm just, Cecil's just kind of like putting up with it, but kind of impatiently tapping their foot. It it is fully shed, and you have informed him of the full scope of the situation. Bring him up to speed Um, on everything. His hands are like gripped into his hair, and for the first time in a while, you are seeing how truly thinned his hair has gotten over the years. Age is setting in on your old friend like a weight on a scale. And he sighs. <sighs> okay. Okay, we knew this something like this could happen. Yes. You sent her up north to talk to whoever her benefactor is. Mm. That'll buy us a couple of weeks at least. Yes, that was my thought too. And then there's no hiding that there's stuff in the woods. No. Uh, so that was, you know, easy to say. And maybe we stay involved now and she'll get us a manifest and maybe we can clean it up that way. Um, but there is the hakia of it all. Yeah, there's that. And we'll sort that when we can. <sighs> Scrying spells are tricky. And I'll talk to Harkia over the next couple of days or weeks and see what I can glean. It's possible that... I mean, depending on when Balo picked him and his crew up, it sounds like they're local. They're they're from the area, or not the area, but at the very least from this plane. 
which yes. means that excuse me which means that if Luke, they do did you decide have some to bad go chili what happened there yeah uh, you know i know i just i just had two beers really quickly and <laughs> i'm having a good time of it all um i didn't know you could drink through that mask uh, it's look a straw is involved but it's beyond the point um <laughs> uh, no Harkia and his ilk, they're from this plane, which means I've got some thoughts, I've got some hopes that Harkia might not be specifically targeted, and even if he is, whoever would go after him, we would say, hey, this is a fully sentient individual. What the hell? Right. Um, there's really oh, not boy. a lot of argument to be had there. Like, we win. We win that one. Now, what be- became of Bala was another thing entirely. We do still have the remnants of that cart. Oh, you've got to burn that. Yes, that's um, what we're doing. That needs to be uh, taken care of by one person, and that person needs to tell nobody so no one knows what happens to the cart. I don't know what you're talking about. That's fucking exactly. I'm going to do everything I can to keep us from having a, a capital P problem if with all of this, but whatever backup y'all could provide would be helpful absolutely well if there's if there's uh creatures to be caught in the woods or whatever then we can take care of that and beyond that there's no trace of bala we'll get rid of the cart completely it's probably mostly gone already Mm. but that's really it well you know hopefully that benefactor whoever that is whoever was employing her doesn't you know come back down on us but um, any chance? Any chance you recognize their insignia, and I'll minor illusion it. Hmm. No, no. I mean, that's a diving bird of prey. There, those are dime a dozen. Honestly, it's the exact kind of insignia I would choose if I wanted to have myself go undercover. It does make sense. Yes, that's what I get from that. Is that you know whoever that is. They want to be seen as somebody of import, but not someone of note, if that makes any kind of sense. Yes, they're clearly thinking this through. Well, we'll sort it out then. Sure will. Right. Well, cold's coming real quick. And with that, it's going to be the snow, and we're going to be pretty much locked in town here for a little bit. So, time to get cozy. Sure is. We'll do it again. All right. Have a good night, Cecil. You too, Luca. And Cecil's gonna go take care of the cart. Okay. Yeah, not yeah. even gonna tell anybody. Just gonna go do it. Cool. Cecil, you you go to the lonely cave looking out on the lake. With one last look out, you descend into darkness to finish the dirty work that needs to be done. Thank you for joining us here on Another Path. You can find our website and merch store at anotherpathpodcast.com, on Twitter at anotherpathpod, and our network at ghostlightmedia.net. You can support our efforts by donating at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia, or by giving us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher will let you. You can find me on Twitter at TQLoudly, Griffin at Griffcold, and Ryan at Ryan Roll to 20. You can find Justin on TikTok at Just Justin Michael and myself at TQLoudly. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode, and until then, remember to always consult the rules of your local fish chili cook-off before you get magic involved. This has been a Ghostlight Media Production. <laughs>